I'm Rosie, and this is your invitation to join me in my weekly musings, where I go into a little bit more of soul-searching. The stories of our lives create a beautifully colored tapestry, interwoven by connecting threads. When we follow these threads that are tugging at our hearts, we're open to each other's creativity and higher artistic frequencies. So here at the Mystic Rose Studio, you might hear some quirky sounds in the mountain setting. But wherever you are, and in the midst of all your quirky sounds all around you, I invite you to join me and keep following those threads. Hello. Another week, another couple weeks. Man, time is, you know, it's gone. (laughs) What's been coming up for me a lot lately, and I've been sharing this um, on my post and and, in circle and in conversations and sessions, is this calling back to self that everything external to us, even our teachers, are really just us asking the question, who am I, who am I, who am I? And if something seems interesting and we learn about it, that it's still that question of, is this true? Is this true for me? How can I apply this in my life? Does that mean that my life will look different? Does that mean that I let go of some of the things that I once held on to? Or can I infuse this new teaching into into a new way? And that's still always, what does this mean to me? Who am I? Who am I? The person looking at this teaching, experiencing this teacher. And these are the reflections that are most meaningful. Having a conversation with Amy Takaya about nutrition and uh, things that I've learned with the Institute for Psychology of Eating. And uh, even Amy Chivika, who came up recently, who uh, I will be, will be a guest on the podcast uh, next time. And uh, it's such a personal experience. You know, something can can be a superfood and be very healthy with its ingredients and nutritional value, and yet, um, you know, may not sit well with the person, whether it's just sensitivity or just their body's not able to absorb it. Um, And we have to really consider that and look at that as, is this good for me? Or is this good for me right now? And it's not always, it's not just you figure out the best diet, you figure out the best workout, you figure out the best job, you figure out the best partner, (laughs) or who that is, and then it just, that's it, you've arrived, you don't have to do anything else. It's ever-changing the person changes, the the food quality might change, the ability to perform that job might change because you've changed. So like a lot of old 
stories, parables, teachings of, you know, whatever, whatever you experience, you take that with you. The thing that people may move to another state, another country, another place, and they might find so many of the same experiences and that could be frustrating or that could be welcoming. And it just depends on if you understand that there's one constant and that's you. You take yourself with you. And I think of like, you know, in junior high or high school, it was it was something interesting to to come back from summer break and see somebody with totally different hair and style and music and circle of friends and, you know, <laughs> in that immature space, they can be thought of as posers and now they're into this thing. And then there's some who just kind of embody it and they've changed everything about themselves and you're just like, yeah, man, now they're punk. Or they've always had that and now they're harder. It's funny that we put these like, we put people in their boxes and we want them to stay the same, but then we want others to ex- to accept that we are different and we've changed. And until we really embrace that not only is it that we change or we're different, but we are also seeing the other and other experiences as different because it's through a different lens. And if somebody changes their whole persona, except like it, you know, applaud that, <laughs> applaud that because that person is experimenting. They're, they're practicing, they're seeing what, what this life has to offer, what it is to be themselves. And it may not work out. It may be something that they kind of learn their lesson and go back to. Maybe it was a different job or a different career change, but, or even a different relationship, you know, partners. And that poses another thing is you can never go back to something. There's no such thing as going back. Even if it's the the hometown you grew up in or moving back to a state or city or country or, or going back into a relationship. We talk about these things, you know, but there's no such thing because you have all those experiences that already happened. So you're not going back to something you're doing it again new and if we can understand that every single day every single moment is a new experience a new opportunity a new way to engage then we don't have to get stuck in the same cycles of you know I this person triggers me and every time I talk to them we fight that's a loop that's a comfort even if it's so damning and horrible experience it's still what is predictable so it's safe and we can get stuck in that pattern and understanding that I have the ability to approach this differently and not let this tone this conversation this person affect me in a way that is not how I want to be in this life then that's enough it doesn't matter if that other person ever changes 
we cannot change somebody else. We can only change ourselves and the way we experience the other changes. Like if we see a three-year-old throwing a tantrum and kind of, you know, <laughs> banging, banging his fists on the floor, we may have some empathy to that because we know that that three-year-old can't really express themselves completely and they're frustrated and we could kind of look around for clues like what is it that's so frustrating and and try to calm that three-year-old and and talk some like you know give some words of wisdom of like you know next time you can always just bring me the thing and show me and I know that it's frustrating it's hard but I'm here to help you and if we see somebody who's 30 doing the same thing, you know, we may not have that same response. It may just be like, you should have by now figured that out. But maybe not. Maybe maybe that three-year-old inside that 30-year-old came out. And we're, we, we're not going to be able to force a person to act the way that makes us feel comfortable. Oftentimes somebody upsets us because they, we became uncomfortable and we want them to obey and behave because how dare somebody else (laughs) stir up our happiness. So it's this coming back to self and, and knowing who am I, who, how do I want to react? I say this, you know, you can lose not even lose you can release people experiences jobs all that but don't lose yourself don't get caught up in the current of something else from from family to country to world issues don't get swept away with what other people are experiencing through their lens is it true for you And sometimes we cannot really put a major change on something. But what we can do is change the way we approach it, the frequency of it, of our own body. And there's so much power in sending love, positive energy, sending that prayer deeply and just... I am raising the frequency. I'm sending love there. And that's something that is really exciting to me to practice. And these are the things that I love to practice with others. To help them, help you remember who you are. There's so much beauty in every single person. There's superpowers every person has. The gifts that are unique to each individual are never replicated. It might seem that way. You may be great at something and you don't even recognize it because that's, we don't recognize our brilliance. Other people do. And yes, there's such a thing as a superpower of somebody saying, you are just a nice person because you are an alchemist. You're able to change anything and soften it. That is alchemy. You are transmuting an, a, an experience and able to engage back to the person in a way that doesn't mirror maybe what they what, how they're approaching you and you can soften things. That is a superpower. 
and I see potential in all things and I see so many different variations and ways that that somebody can bring that that superpower can be brought out and how to apply it here in this world because that's why we have these gifts to help each other and that's exciting to me that's interesting to me to practice sending loving frequency learning how to tap into that powerful powerful heart space and we all can do it this is the technology of this body we all can do it and oftentimes we don't realize that we're the opposite of it sending out horrible thoughts hate disgust pain just I want this person to suffer I wish this person dead I wish like horrible things that people express publicly on social media that is the opposite that is also tapping into that power of ourselves and cursing someone it's the same energy that everybody uses I shouldn't say everybody the same energy that people use for damning another person for wishing harm could be used to uplift their own life and that will help to change the world <laughs> so instead of using the 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 black magic we can be using powerful healing magic that we all have capable to us it's in us it is in us it is with us through us we have the ability to heal others by us healing the relationship with ourselves. And that's interesting to me. That is amazingly powerful. And this is the kind of things that I do with my one-on-ones, my groups, and obviously here. So thank you so much for listening <laughs> and receiving this and taking this in and even ha- asking yourself, does this make sense to me? Does this apply to my life? Is this true to me? That is a good question. And see where that lands. And if those the answer to that is no, then great. You now know something else about yourself. You are figuring out who you are. And that, my friend, is the point of my existence to help you remember who you are. I love you. Until next time, have an amazing rest of your day.